Hey Outlaws, welcome to episode 69. We are continuing this Mindset Myth series, and as promised, we're going to be talking about hustle culture today. I have a few of these cliche kind of girl boss quotes, statements, phrases, whatever you want to call them. These things designed to inspire us and motivate us, but to be truthful, are very toxic um, and a little bit dangerous to our energy and mental health. And I know that many of you listening have probably heard these quotes like me, you've probably been inspired by them at some point. But as we start to see through that bullshit and really start to honor our time and our energy more and more, I think that most of us are probably rolling our eyes at them. So most of these are courtesy of Pinterest. Um, I just went on there and searched girl boss to see what comes up. And of course I was flooded with a lot of pink, which is fine, but a lot of really toxic hustle culture references. So you can see by the title of today's episode, we're focusing specifically on this idea that I'd rather be tired than broke. And um, I I would rather not be either, (laughs) to be blatantly honest. Um, I I get the idea, the premise, but I don't think that that's really benefiting anybody. And to be honest, I would rather be neither. I would rather be comfortable in both ways. I'd rather be awake and alert and not broke, but you know, what's the opposite? Because the idea is, of course, to motivate us to reach six figures in six minutes or whatever the new six-figure business is. Anyway, so today I'm going to share with you a few of these few of these toxic quotes and we're going to talk about how this can be really detrimental to our businesses and you know some of the ways we can challenge this reframe it and really escape this idea that we'd rather be tired all the time than broke you're listening to entrepreneurial outlaws a podcast for creatives introverts empaths and spiritual folks Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor, and storyteller. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So, are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Okay, so, of course, I'd rather be tired than broke is the name of today's episode. Um, I hope that everyone listening understood that that is the myth. Um but there's also some more. So I've written down, I'd rather hustle 24-7 than slave 9 till 5. Good things happen to babes who hustle. <laughs> it's just like, yikes. Um, so many problems, right? So many problems. And I, I think overall, the issue, whether I have issue with language or any of those things is irrelevant. The real issue here is that it breeds this idea 
that the only way to grow is quickly, that the only way to be successful is to grow quickly to six figures, seven figures, eight figures, five figure months, whatever it is. We are told that this is the version of success. As I've said before so many times, I am not turning down a five-figure month. I am not turning down a six-figure launch or a six-figure business. I'm not turning down any of those things. But I'm also hyper-aware that for me, my current reality, my current relationship with time, energy, myself, my family, the way I want to live and run my business isn't really equipped to running a six-figure business right now. That is not necessarily where I'm at. And that's because I'm really trying to claw back as much of my time. I'm trying to honor my energy. The last couple of years have been really hard on all of us. And for anyone who is feeling like they need to continue slowing down, I want to say that I see you, I am feeling the same way as you, and that it's absolutely okay. So when we see these narratives that, you know, we should be hustling 24-7 because we have our own business or that the good things only happen to babes who hustle, this is really toxic. It's really toxic language. And so let's just talk about the first one. I'd rather hustle 24-7 than slave 9 till 5. I've seen variations of this. I've seen... Um, some big names in online business talk about this idea that they would rather work 90 hours a week for themselves than work 50 hours for someone else. You've seen variations of this um, this quote and this idea. Now, I used to work in an employed environment. That was kind of what I left to become self-employed. So I went from an employed job to a self-employed position. Now, I did not eat... <laughs> I left my job in 2016. I did not start matching or making more than my salary until 2020. So up until that point, for three years, four years maybe, I was not matching my salary. My salary was not great, right? The cost of living where I where I am is, is quite high, but also the salaries are really shit. So the job that I did, my, my salary was not great. And my employer was not so great at recognizing people's um, hard work, let's just say. So because of that, that was kind of my benchmark. It was like always, I think for most of us, if you come from an employed, you come from an employed job and you go into self-employed work and you start to run your own business, I think for a lot of us, it's to either, if you're going to quit your job, it's to bring your side hustle up to the point where you can manage that, that transition or it's to, you know, make more money in your job and your, sorry, in your business so that you can comfortably quit your nine to five. And so for me, I was in a comfortable place that I was able to quit my nine to five and really put all my time and energy into my online business. Um, if I could do it all over again, would I do it in the same way? Probably not. I don't think I would. I've learned a lot since then. But at the time, I just, I was really miserable. I was so depressed in my job. I felt like I was missing out on so much of my life because my job asked for so much of me, but did not compensate me in any way for the time and effort I put in. And I knew that I wanted to run my own business. I knew that I wanted to do that long term. And, you know, we're now, what, six, seven years into this. And I'm really glad that you know, I kept at it. I really, there've been so many times when I wanted to quit. But when I first started, I, when I first started full-time self-employment, my relationship with time was horrific. And I was 
or have always been pretty good at time management. But there's this idea when you transition from like nine till five, where everything is laid out for you, you start work at this time. This is when you take your lunch break. This is when your day finishes. When you have that all laid out for you and you've spent most of your life having that dictated to you, all of a sudden you're in control. Well, my time management was horrific. And I would just lose track of the whole day. I would be, you know, I'd sit down at 10 a.m. just to write something and it would get to like 3, 4 p.m. and I hadn't had a shower. I was still in my pajamas. I know that so many people can resonate with that. And it became really, really apparent to me that this was not healthy. This was not the way I wanted. This was not as glamorous as everyone had made out. Like working in your PJs is really comfortable and it's really great but it's also not the way I wanted to be doing things every single day. And so I would be constantly running out of time, even though I had run my business on the side in like, you know, three hours a day, I now had an entire day available to me. And I was constantly running out of time. I was constantly publishing newsletters last minute. I would be writing blogs on the day that I wanted to post them. Everything was kind of chasing each other. And, you know, this is the reality of when we step into this environment and we're told that it's okay to hustle 24-7, we kind of say, okay, I'm going to do that. We we accept it and we say that's what we're going to do. And there are so many other things that can happen when we leave that environment if we're not fully prepared for working from home or we're not fully prepared. We maybe don't have, you know, systems and things set up in our businesses, which I certainly didn't it can become a bit of a mess. But for me as well, I was so deep and entrenched in business coaching culture at that time that I would believe anything I had. I would believe that you can always make more money. I Again, I... Do I believe that? Sometimes. Do I struggle with it? Also, yes. So I think that there are always going to be those black and there's gonna be those gray areas in these quotes but you know I, I would rather not hustle 24 7 and I always say now I remember hearing this quote a few years ago I work full-time even though I don't work nine till five I still work full-time even though I don't work nine till five because for me my business is only one part of what I do it's only one part of my work being a mum who, you know, I work around my son's school day, I take him to school, I make sure he has everything he needs, I pick him up, I take him to his classes and his clubs and his everything else, like, that's also a job as far as I'm concerned, and so at the end of the day, yes, I do work full-time, but I don't work nine till five. So the next, the next toxic quote (laughs) that I found is, good things happen to babes who hustle. We'll just ignore the language part of this that I struggle with, but, you know, good things only happen if we hustle. Is that really true? I think a lot of good things have happened to me personally in the last year or so, and I haven't been hustling. You know, good things did happen when I hustled. I'll be honest, in 2020, I hustled so hard. I completely avoided what was going on outside. I mean, not a lot was really happening outside, but I avoided the experience of the pandemic and COVID by hustling. I went deep into hustle and my business grew rapidly. I'm not going to deny that. But at the same time, what I quickly realized was everything I had was not what I wanted. I didn't want to be working all this time. Very quickly, I said to myself, how am I ever going to take a holiday ever again? How am I ever going to take time off? Because my business grew. I brought in people to help me. I hired a team, many of who still work with me today. But it was like, 
I got to that point where I, I didn't know how to shift or scale as it may be. And I could have continued scaling. I could have found out how to do this, but I knew in my heart that that was not what I wanted. This was not going in the direction I had actually planned. I was doing job, I was running an agency that I hadn't actually set out to run. And so, yeah, good things can happen when we hustle, but also bad things can happen when we hustle. Good things can happen when we slow down. Bad things can happen when we slow down. We have no control of that. Hustling has no control over what happens to us. But hustling is a really, really fast path to burnout. And I talked about this recently in an email newsletter. And I think so often we tell ourselves that we have to work harder, right? We've, we've talked about this before, but this idea that we have to work harder, that we have to hustle, that then we will be worthy of success, you know, because we see so many of these coaches and big names in online business who have that kind of origin story, you know, inevitably they kind of did all these things and they did it kind of messy and they did it scrappy and then they, you know, they got to six figures and then they burned out. And it's like, that's inevitably everyone's story. And the thing I, the thing I struggle with about this burnout story is it breeds this idea that burnout is something that we all have to experience and that we deserve burnout and that burnout then leads us to this path of like righteousness. I don't really believe that. I think that most of us experience burnout because that's what society has conditioned us to believe is the path. It, society has told, especially women and people who identify as women, that we have to work as hard as everyone else, that we have to ignore what we need. We have to, you know, we have to manage everybody else and we have to ignore what we need so that we can get to where we want. You know, we have to do it all. We have to have it all. We have to do everything and we have to do it looking great. That is the narrative. And because we have grown up with that narrative, because that's the narrative that's been, we've been told over and over and over again, in online business, it's very similar. And it also means that we think that we have to hustle and continue hustling. And that the only way we deserve to be successful is by reaching burnout. And that when we reach burnout, that's like an indication that we have made it. I just, it's just not true. And we can avoid burnout. And I've burned out. I've burned out from certain tasks or certain parts of my business right? The environment and the external world over the last couple of years has burned me out time and time again. But recognizing when we are experiencing low times of energy, low low energy or low creativity or we're lacking inspiration, like that's okay. It's okay to experience those things. And pretending that we don't, pretending that you know, we're too inspired to be tired. <laughs> like, I, I I, just know, no. We, there are times when I'm tired and I'm still really inspired. Like, this is the thing. Because the things, we are human beings and we have so many layers to ourselves and we're all different. So there are going to be times when I'm really tired, but I have so many thoughts and I have so many ideas of things I want to create, but I can't actually do it. I can't put it out into the world because I need to rest. I could force myself to do it. That's what I used to do. That's probably what many of you have also done. We've kind of forced our way through. No, we must carry on hustling, must keep pushing to achieve something. 
And it inevitably leads to burnout. And this happens from a very young age, right? This happens from a very, very young age. So, you know, good things happen to babes who hustle. Cool. But so do bad things. <laughs> and we'll just we'll just put a line in that one there. The um, title of today's episode, I'd rather be tired than broke. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather not be either if I can help it, but you know, it doesn't signify whether I'm successful. And and I think this is the other thing that we get to decide what success looks for ourselves as individuals. I can't say it enough. Success is unconditional. Success shouldn't have conditions on it. There shouldn't be placed these conditions of like, I have to have six figures and then I'm successful. I have to have this car and then I'm successful. You can have goals right? Don't get it twisted. You can have goals. You can have a goal to reach that income level. You can have a goal. I want to buy this car. This is my dream car. I love having this car. But let's not forget that the journey is the thing that's going to get you there. Let's not forget that the journey is supposed to be enjoyed as well. I know that sounds like such a cliche, but it's true. Because if we don't enjoy the journey of getting there, if we don't learn and have experiences and live and do all those things, when we get to that goal, we're just like, oh, that, that, and what, right? And what? And a really good example of this is, or at least for me, a personal example of this is how this also relates to like weight loss and diet culture. So just trigger warning, I'm going to talk a little bit about my own experience with weight loss, diet culture, body image. Um, I used to think about this a lot in terms of my weight loss goals and how I would never be satisfied not to, you know, but like Hamilton, I'll never be satisfied. Um, you got a little bit of singing there. I would never be satisfied. I was never satisfied with whatever goal I set for myself. Every time I reached that goal, I lowered, I lowered the weight that I wanted to be. I moved the goalposts. Well, if I'm constantly moving the goalposts, I never had any time to actually stay anywhere and experience what it was like to be that size, that weight. I never maintained. And this is this is still to this day something I've realized that I have struggled with. Um, I'm, I'm unpacking a lot of my body image stuff at the moment, but this is something that I've realized is that most of my life, I've either been trying to lose weight or I've been gaining weight, not out of necessary choice, but I've been gaining weight. Maintenance, which I feel like is this, this thing that if you've ever been to a diet club or any kind of weight loss experience, maintenance is this like glorified thing where oh, she's in maintenance. Well, <laughs> I don't think I really ever experienced that. And that's in itself really toxic that I never felt like I could maintain anything I had. I always wanted to push myself to work harder and not in a positive way. I know there are, you know, athletes push themselves to be the best. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about never understanding that where I was at was okay, that I was good enough, that I was worthy, that I was successful, that I was all the things that I didn't believe I was. And this is the same in online business. If we constantly move the goalposts, if we never just stop, pause, slow down, and say to ourselves, I'm going to really allow myself to experience what it's like to have this business at this level. If we are constantly telling ourselves that we have to grow, that we have to hustle, that we don't actually get to experience 
a six-figure business or a our first thousand dollar month that we don't even learn how to maintain that I think is that much harder to grow sustainably because inevitably once we hit a certain benchmark we are taught to keep you know what do we do now to keep growing and I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that I think that for many businesses that is the model they're going to follow but I think there's also something really beautiful and something really energetic about recognizing that you've hit this benchmark let's replicate it right because if you can replicate it and it may not even be a financial goal, it may be anything in your business, but replicating it again and again and again and seeing that you continue to get these results really proves that what you're doing is working for you, for your audience, for your communities, for your people, for your business, whatever it is. Now take it one next step further, right? You can then start to look at, okay, this is something I've done three, four, five times. I don't know how many times you choose to do it. This is something I've repeated it has worked, what would be the next step? What's the next logical step for me? And a good another example of this is launching. You've probably heard me talk about launching a lot here on the show. I used to hate launching with a passion. Um, it wasn't launching fault. It was the strategies and tactics I'd been taught. And when I launched this podcast back in 2020, I decided to, well, I was encouraged to do a really long launch. And initially I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to burn out within like five minutes. This is going to be exhaustive. Actually, the complete opposite happened. And I spent months looking back at that launch saying to my team, we need to figure out how to replicate this in my business because it was the most enjoyable launch. It was effortless. I know I wasn't I wasn't launching something like that was going to be paid for, but I didn't think that was the, I didn't think that was the deciding factor of why the launch worked. I realized that it was because I gave myself more time. I didn't have to talk about it every day for five days. I could talk about it two or three times a week for four weeks. So everyone who really wanted to be paying attention knew about the show. They knew what to expect. They knew what was coming. And then when it launched, we had a really great kind of launch and have continued to grow and thrive from there. So eventually in 2021, I replicated this in my business when I launched the Outlaw Journal. And I continued to replicate that launch process with the Lunar Journal, with Planning by the Moon. I did it with my planning workshops. I did it with Small Business Now Mail. I've continued to replicate this launch process every single time it works for me. And that doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody, but that launch process has worked time and time again. And the reason it's worked is because I've replicated it. I've kept trying. I'm like, right, it worked the first time. Let's try it a second time. It worked again. And now is the time for me to look at ways in which I can explore other launches and how I can also really grow between launches. So it doesn't have to look like hustling all the time. It doesn't have to look like exponential growth every year or every six months. It can do. But if you're in a phase in your business right now where the idea of hustling, the idea of slaving, the idea of being <laughs> tired is, is just not appealing, that's okay. And also recognizing that we go through seasons, we go through these cycles. We've talked about cycles before on the show. We all experience these seasons and cycles. And so if right now you're in a season of stillness, you're in a season of like maintenance and wanting to just see what happens in your business, do that. 
And it doesn't matter how many girl boss quotes you see or how many people are telling you that you should be striving for six figures or this, that, and the third. You've got to do what's right for you. And so if you're in a phase in your business where growth is the plan, that's also okay. But just remember to honor yourself, honor your energy, honor your needs, recognize what you need from every layer of your business so you can continue to grow and feel successful without all of these conditions on yourself because you are already so successful. You are so much more powerful than you even realize and everything you want and need is available but it doesn't mean you have to have it all right now. You can work towards some of those things right now. You could work towards some of those things in the future. And the great thing about running your own business is that things will evolve and you don't know whether those things will still be important to you in six months time, a year's time and so on. So a little bit of a recap. This month so far, we've talked about three different mindset myths. We started off with comfort zones. Last week, we talked about boundaries. And today, I wanted to focus on hustle culture. And I know that this conversation has probably gone in a few different directions. But I hope that it's really reminded you that you don't have to fall into these labels, these stereotypes that have come out in online business. And whether you identify as a girl boss or not, absolutely okay. But just remember that sometimes these quotes and phrases can actually be really toxic. And so just kind of take them with a grain of salt. Is it a grain of salt or a pinch of salt? I don't know. Take it with salt (laughs) or don't. Um, And just remember to really recognize where you're at. Self-audit, self-inquiry, be curious and allow yourself to grow on your own terms. Okay, that's it from me for this week, Outlaws. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Next week, we're going to be reaching episode 70. Um, And next week, we're going to be tying up this Mindset Myth series. And we're going to be talking about... We're going to be kind of rounding up. It's going to be a little bit of a, a miscellaneous. Some of those quotes and sayings that I didn't really have a full episode on. So we're going to talk about progress and not perfection. We're going to talk about mindset being everything. And um, one of what used to be one of my favorite quotes, which is she believed she could, so she did. So stay tuned for next week's episode, because we're going to dig into some of these final cliches, some of these final mindset myths, these things that are designed to inspire us and motivate us, but are actually very, very toxic. And as I've been saying, if you have any episode ideas, any topics that you would love for me to cover, please head over to Instagram, entrepreneurial underscore outlaws. Come and give us a follow. Say hello. We post every week to remind you of the new episodes that are up. We always post a little audio clip and you'll also see me post reels and some content in between that time as well. But please come over, say hello. And also let me know if you have any topic ideas or if you would like to be a guest, head to our link in our bio and fill in the guest form. Okay, so until next week, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our Outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. 
And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws, 